That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Merry New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> the Bob Seska Show. Oh, shit. Here we go. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, December 30, 2021. And this is the Bob Seska Show New Year's Eve Spectacular on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. It's day uh, 345 of the Biden-Harris administration. I, I hear talking in the background, although I'm not sure if this is because there's a technical problem. So I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> 313 days until the 22 midterms. I'm on Instagram at TheBobSeskin on Twitter at BobSeskin underscore go. Yeah, it's our uh, big second annual New Year's Eve spectacular. And uh, yeah. because we're a, bunch of, we're a bunch of weirdos, we're recording this the day before New Year's Eve. So it's New Year's <laughs> Eve not? Eve here. Yeah, yeah. But who the fuck cares, right? Uh, right. We did this last year to great success uh, with constant references to the porn movie that was shot in Jody's backyard. <laughs> I forgot. That was, right. that was last year's big event. So uh, let's see. Who's here today? First up, joining me here in the refrigerator. <laughs> Hello, Johnson. Pursuing the agenda yeah, of genocide. Here's Kimberly. Hi, it's Kimberly Johnson from our Friday After Party and the Start Me Up podcast, patreon.com slash start me up. Hello. We're just, we're so comfortable here with COVID. We're, we're loving COVID here in the refrigerator. COVID is totally not a point of concern in this household, right? No, we don't care. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, You're uh, missing everything uh, that comes through the door with bleach, aren't you? <laughs> oh, by the way, it's the Goth Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> It is, uh, of course, Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, patreon.com slash from the bunker, along with honorary goth ninja. The great Sean Barton is also what? here from the From the Bunker podcast. I'm Hi, Sean. Ninjas? No. Yeah. Good morning, afternoon, Yay. and good evening. Sean, if you check your doorstep, there's a black turtleneck and a pair of sunglasses and a beret. <laughs> How did you know that I was on it? Okay. <laughs> oh, look, it's, it's T-Rex is here, too. Astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sorry, I got something in my throat there. <laughs> All the dogs. 
All the dogs are, are oh my here. God. Okay. Who let right. the dogs out? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the dogs are here. The dogs I, are here. I have just learned that there are <laughs> there are ten the dogs. dogs <laughs> we're they're, they're shoved in every possible back corner. They're shoved point. in every possible room. Okay. <laughs> it's like the Catholic family from The Meaning of Life on Honey Python, <laughs> just with dogs. Yeah, pick that up they for me, darling. dropping out. Mary in Ann Arbor is here too. Speaking yay, of all things, uh, dogs. I need a theme song. I don't know anybody that could do one for me. Yeah, I don't have a theme yeah. song either. Well, and also Stephen Ann Arbor is here, right? Yeah. Stephen Ann Arbor. Hey, welcome. welcome, Steve. Hi, both first timers on the show, both Steve and Mary. And of course, you, you know Mary from Rocky Mountain Mike's music here. S- sitting right over there, it's photographer, bowler, NASA geek, master of the song parody, the lovely and talented Rocky Mountain Mike. And in a. And in a, in a, in a, an elegant curtsy. <laughs> in, in a couple minutes, we're going to be playing Mike's best of reel from 2021. But. Last but not least, here's my Tuesday co-host, radio news legend. It's the great Buzz Burbank. Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. You Stop said it, it all. Yeah. All right, welcome. Well, all right. I always do. We're all here. So what? What's happening, Buzz? Uh, you know, because this is our end of the year show. I thought maybe we could sort of recap the year in some of my favorite jokes that'll remind <laughs> us of where we've been over the last 12 months. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, and what a year it was for, for both me and Bob. And we're not exactly sure how this happened, but we now have custody of Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it. Um, and you remember uh, the shirtless guy in the fur hat, the uh, the QAnon shaman. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. he, got, he got sentenced to four years in prison for his part in the January 6th insurrection. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he pled guilty to three felonies, uh, violent entry of a restricted building, uh, civil disorder, and uh, wearing horns before Memorial Day. <laughs> the uh, January 6th investigation got rolling this year, and, and it's still moving right along. Uh, in fact, just before this show, uh, Steve Bannon was charged with contempt of hygiene. <laughs> One of my favorite jokes of the year right there. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of debate this year about the U.S. leaving Afghanistan, and I'll tell you, I feel the same about Afghanistan as I do about Donald Trump Jr., in both cases, the pullout came too late. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family show. It was, it was, oh, we're not there yet. Uh-uh. And, and, and it was uh, in this year, 2021, that we learned that uh, Donald Trump tested positive for COVID-19 and didn't tell anyone. Wow. Yep. But according to his wife, Melania, it's not the first time he's brought home a disease. So, <laughs> Ew. She's used to it. Ew. Is that another Don Jr. joke? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 it, yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, Brett Kavanaugh tested positive for COVID also. Now, he had been vaccinated, and that had doctors uh, scratching their heads. They were wondering... Who paid off his mortgage? That was the question. <laughs> on the minds of doctors. Uh, some bad news. It was a, it was a bad news a series of it, really, for Mark Zuckerberg uh, this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, in one case, really bad news. Yeah. Uh, his doctor told him he has algorithmia. <laughs> Colorado Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert revealed that she once gave birth in her pickup truck. <laughs> And that's how we got Louis Gomer. <laughs> 
She didn't scream or nothing. <laughs> That's right. Uh, our smartphones have gotten really smart, haven't they? Now, whenever yeah. news pops up about Joe Manchin, uh, my phone automatically switches to dark mode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, it wasn't until this year uh, mm-hmm. that we realized that we had misunderstood Nancy Reagan all along. Tur- turns out her actual motto was just say blow. <laughs> It's the best of Rocky Mountain Mike. Mike. And Mary in Ann Arbor. Everybody now. The Bambelocity Anarchy Guarantee. If you and your psychotic hillbilly friends' accommodations aren't right, we'll make it right. From the price to the room to the trip, you'll never overthrow a loan. Trumps are going to jail. We all live in a Delta quarantine. Wow. Delta quarantine. Yep. Delta quarantine. We're voting on a Tuesday night. They let you know that you have no rights. I know. Oh, yeah. They're hooked on their stealing. They're high on their cheating. Statues of Robert E. Lee. Well, he went into a restaurant and wouldn't yeah. even finish up his plate. <laughs> he said they've gone and laced my salad with some hidden valley DNA. See them vexed people turn their heads and cough. I'm terrified they're in my way. Brandon and Karen. Two American sore losers in the heartland. You see, I've been taking medicine for horses, it's lame. Because I don't want a shot in my veins. In the red states, they're taking drugs for their manes. Because they don't know how to say nay. I'll die, 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 die.
about Mike, Mary in Ann Arbor, Steve in Ann Arbor right in there, too. God, Megan Crotty here. Uh, in, yeah. Um, in oh, yeah. Ashboro, yeah, North I Carolina. didn't make the cut this year, so uh, <laughs> there's that. Next you didn't, year. Wait a minute. You didn't record anything this year. You didn't ask me to, so oh. there's that. Oh, so. <laughs> here we go with this. I'm sorry. I'm too busy making That's, tires. It's yeah. the airing of grievances. <laughs> All right. The airing of grievances. Yeah, what's next? Too busy tracking down gifts of the Michelin Man. Feats of strength. Think I'm up next. Dressing up as the Michelin Man. I want to get the uh, general sense of the room in terms of the uh, the coming up year as we're looking to uh, 2022. The problem here is that we've got a year that if you spell it the wrong way, it comes out 2020, comma, T-O-O, which is probably... Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably not the thing that we or, want to project or, forward. Or, or 2020 Roman numeral two. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right, that, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we don't want it to be a sequel. Singing, I remember you buzz singing last year, got a feeling 21's going to be, a, be good a good year. year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I recently uh, uh, sung, got well, a feeling you know, it's 21 all, it's going to be relatively good speaking. Right, right. Well, you know, that's the whole thing about 2021. We went into 2021 thinking that uh, with the vaccines around the corner that mm-hmm. we were going to be out of it. And that lasted all of, what, three weeks? I think we all yeah. got we got Some vaccinated, that, yeah. but but you know what? It, it, it yeah. was better. I mean, we have to acknowledge that that yeah. parts of the year, and there were things that happened this year. The, the vaccine distribution, uh, mm-hmm. Biden taking office uh, yeah. despite yeah. the insurrection yeah. on January sixth, uh, the progression of the January sixth investigation. There are uh, it may not as fast as it should be, but at least it's moving. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so there were good things about the year. It's ending on a very sour note mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because of the pandemic, obviously. Yeah, there were a lot of good news stories. Uh, from this past year that yes. uh, I think get buried under the avalanche, the fire hose of news, right. which uh, uh, unfortunately continues now that uh, Donald Trump is out of office. I don't know why. I don't know why we're getting buried in news every damn day, but I guess it's just the uh, the way the world is as we uh, careen toward the apocalypse. Any of you seen... We got uh, to see Greta Thunberg dance. I'm going to be the Debbie Downer, and I'm going to go along oh. with Jim Gaffigan. Because yeah. he basically described oh. 2021 as a baby's diaper that just keeps filling up and filling up and filling up. I'm going to go with that one. As soon as you change the diaper, it fills up again, right? That's That was his joke no. about 2021. Uh, I think it's sort of both in a way because there's yeah. there's some really good hopeful mm-hmm. things going on as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes, the, there are. The hardest, the hardest thing about that is watching things that we thought would be okay mm-hmm. still not be okay. I, right. I guess maybe we had too high of yeah. expectations. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just it. I, I think yes, we live exactly. in a... A very turbulent era, and and the turbulence doesn't know when it's a new year. It doesn't know when we've changed the calendar. So there's that. But I mean, just in terms of some good news stories, let's talk about some good news stories here. Sean Uh, and I don't have COVID. That's that's also wonderful news. Yeah. Steve Anyone and I never yes. caught COVID ever. So far, we were exposed and we yeah. didn't catch it. So uh, I think uh, I th- actually think I'm the only one in the bunch who's had it. I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, I think no, so. Yeah, Mike. I, yeah, you had it, right? Yeah. yeah. I I came down with it three days after I got my first shot. Yeah. No. So here, I mean, but despite that, 8.47 billion people were vaccinated uh, globally yeah. this past year. Uh, in wow. addition to that, yeah. scientists revealed that. 
cheese isn't bad for you? That was <laughs> hey, look, that's good. Yeah, well, yeah. That's fantastic because my brother came over yesterday during our show and dropped off a cheese board. So <laughs> enjoy, eat up. That's good. Yeah, and, uh, and, but, uh, and because we're obsessed with politics here, we have a big block of cheese in the lobby of our apartment, so you can come. <laughs> anyone can come in and okay. sample it, just like that's Andrew J- Jackson. Oh, the the human mind was wirelessly connected to a computer. See, that's listed as good news. I put that oh, in. Good. I'm not. Not sure no. yet. That's that's in the category where I don't know if that's really good news. Uh, Donald Trump was banned from Twitter. How about that? How about that? That was a really good thing. That's a good thing. The overall rejection. Steve Bannon got indicted. So yes, and, that is, and, and also with true. no chance of getting a uh, you know a pardon. So mm-hmm. right, right. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about Donald Trump being banned from Twitter is when Lawrence O'Donnell trolls Donald Trump about being banned from Twitter. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. <laughs> Disgraced former president who's no longer allowed to use Twitter because he's a sociopath. <laughs> that's usually the beginning of every Lawrence and, O'Donnell A blog. Yeah, and that's right. taken the fire hose of news away from Trump, I think. And yes. I think a lot of the fire yeah. hose now is the the virus. Uh, yeah. you know. That's what I was uh, going to say about there's, like, there's, the, Yeah, there's still some January 6th blowback to deal with, but right, right. Uh, you know, Trump himself has been somewhat muted. I mean, just there's been an overall reduction in his big floppy orange yes. face. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and his horrible yes. goose yes. honk of a voice. Yes. <laughs> like, just, you know, I'm. Oh, it's been so nice. I mean, because it was torture. Yeah, it really just like was. Every single day. Just like completely infantile baby talk, like idiot. <laughs> right. We were having to, you know, and it's just been. Oh. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and the way he would go, we love our T Rex. Don't we love our T Rex? Yes, we do. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> hey, listen. you all with my tiny arms. Tremendous. <laughs> well, here, here's some good news from the Netherlands. We always love the, uh, the Dutch oh, news. Oh. The Dutch bee hotels helped bee populations remain stable. So that's good news. Good news from the Dutch. Thank you, We're Dutch. The line. <laughs> yeah. I love their coffee shops. Yeah. I'm sorry. Was that allowed? I'm sorry. <laughs> is, that, is, that a, is that an Airbnb and B? Airbnb and weed. Here's a story for Rocky Mountain Mike and anyone who uh, loves the space program. NASA produced oxygen on Mars. That, yeah. That's a big deal. Uh, and that, yeah. another, that's good yeah. for rich people. Another story yeah, yeah. Uh, got buried there. I, I heard that story from John Fugelsang of all people. Yes. Yeah. John was listing that as a, one of his top stories of uh, 2021. It's a step in manufacturing water in space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, uh, the world's first 3D printed school opened its 3D printed doors this past year. Wow. Uh, I that's mean, tiny little people? I mean, how tall are they? The school for kids that can't read good. Sadly, there was no paper left for books. So. Oh, uh, <laughs> more I'm good. concerned about the toxic off-gassing of 3D printed substances. No, oh, now you're just buy, now you're just buying trouble, David. That's no, no, all. No, T-Rex. Here's what I'm concerned about. They literally found a fetus egg of a dinosaur. Oh yeah, right. that was wow. yeah. Oh, I saw right. that. Yes. that. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. and Mike Pence has demanded that it get a, you know a, a full education. And- <laughs> well, I'm sure it is. But the thing is, it's like to My quote Jeff parents. Goldblum, first it's oohs and ahs, and then it's running and screaming. From one of our uh, favorite disgraced dynastic families, the Met has removed the Sackler name from its galleries. Those of yeah. you who wow. uh, know about the yeah. opioid mm-hmm. epidemic most, know that the Sacklers are. Yeah, yeah. That's, Sackler's that's very much responsible. That's the only slap on the wrist that they're going to get. Yeah, well, actually, no. I mean, the other good news is yeah. that they can be sued now. Well, here's uh, here's some more good news. This 
is uh, also uh, in terms of the climate crisis. You know, I want to talk about don't look up here in a second. But sure. uh, before we dig okay. into that, United no. Airlines <laughs> flew the first passenger aircraft with 100% sustainable fuel. So that's wow. uh, a, a, a small step in the right direction. We need to hear this. Uh, wow. The Oscars had their most All diverse. From Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> the Oscars had their most diverse year ever. Uh, electric vehicles outsold diesel for the first time in Europe. And of course, yeah, wow. the last two words doing all the heavy lifting in that headline in in Europe. Here we're just they watching. Didn't even need cars because they have really good trains. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, let's see. Uh, renewable energy had a record year. Uh, the International uh, Energy Agency revealed that 2021 was renewable energy's biggest year ever with roughly 290 gigawatts of renewable energy generation installed globally, a.k.a. loads of lovely wind turbines and solar panels despite the pandemic and the rising cost of raw materials. All great news. So that's uh, some good news from uh, 2021. Progress. Oh, one Progress. more thing that isn't on this list that I just now remembered. And this is another big deal when it comes to the climate crisis. Nebraska, red state Nebraska, passed a rule this year, late this year, making it carbon neutral by 2050. I can't emphasize Nebraska. Yeah, Yeah, Nebraska. I can't emphasize how important that is, that there is a red state that's now making these kinds of moves. And maybe this indicates that. Finally, the Republicans might put one foot in the water and get uh, yeah. in the increasingly maybe desalinated they, maybe they water. They thought they were kicking all the carbon people. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. I think that's what it is. It it, uh, it could catch on in other red states if it succeeds there. So it's a good thing. One of the things. I mean, we'd be ignoring the gigantic uh, Adam McKay size elephant in the room if we didn't talk about a movie that just came out over the past uh, couple of weeks, and that is Don't Look Up. Uh, written and directed by Adam McKay. You guys know Adam McKay from uh, his previous work, The Big Short. He uh, it, it was. This was kind of in the same. This uh, movie, Don't Look Up, was in the Succession. same. Succession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, D- Don't Look Up is in the same style as The Big Short, where they take mm-hmm. on a particular issue that's hot in the news, and then they really deconstruct it through uh, wicked pointed satire. And this movie, it's getting a lot of criticism, and I I guess some people have a point where they say that, you know, it's over the top and it's a lot. It's really shrill. I saw. It's it's a documentary. Exactly. That's it. It didn't bother me at all. Yeah. No. It's it's funny though because people are are sort of falling on both sides of it right now. Some people think that it's trying to be too political and then other people are saying it doesn't address it enough yeah it's not direct so, enough yeah well, yeah anytime you get into this territory there are always going to be people who are like mm-hmm. it, you didn't say it like i would mm-hmm. right totally. right and it's like well make your own movie right. asshole right. Yeah. <laughs> i think the movie was true to form in that in i'm spoiler alert here all the evil what? people got away at the end yeah right yeah right. oh no, but they really. got Did easy you not entirely not entirely did you watch after the credits david because that's important that was there were two extras after the credits you know yeah i'd like to say i mean i see a lot of people saying that it's heavy-handed that it wasn't funny um okay I that it was, was funny it was very <laughs> right. funny. but but, yeah. but those are subjective really that's like a subjective opinion and like you may not think it's funny you may think it's funny but regardless of what everybody thinks about whether or not it was funny it literally was a mirror being held up to mm-hmm. us yeah, and pointing right. out our stupidity right and for anyone yep. who thinks it's heavy-handed Okay, t- take a look at the fucking world and the weather and what's happening with climate. It's all happening right now. It's not as fast as a comet coming and hitting the earth. 
but it's happening. And so to me, I feel like whether or not you think it's funny, it is it's it's saying, look how we're being idiots in the face of this real threat. Here's I a think question. Time Magazine said it with the distinction is is that uh, the comet is just a shot in the head and climate change is yes. slow strangulation. Yes, right. exactly. Right. Right. Absolutely. What, what were you going to say, Buzz? I, I saw it as a movie about uh, the state of democracy. I saw mm-hmm. it uh, as a movie inspired by the COVID crisis uh, with yeah. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Uh, as, <laughs> as, yes. you know, yep. as uh, Meryl Streep as Donald Trump, mm-hmm. as uh, Jonah Hill as Don Jr. Yes. Yep. I love uh, when Jonah and, Hill just yeah. said, you're all a bunch of stupid rednecks. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hello, That's what he I really felt like thinks. his character was too awful, though. I felt like there was... Uh, hello, remember but he said he got the job because yeah. of his yeah. mommy. Yes, yeah. Yeah. exactly. completely He's horrible, but I feel like he could have yeah. at least... He's Ivanka. Don yeah. Jr. Yeah. On old. first, on first there viewing, there were some things I felt were too broad. Yeah, exactly. That was that was my view on and the I first viewing. I felt like the nature sh- jump cuts to like hummingbirds in flight, and I just I felt like oh, that was, I, oh those were those were important reminders of the beauty of what the earth. planet yeah. is. The planet yeah. is not just yeah. people on talk shows. That's Thank right. You. That's right. right. Absolutely. Yeah. I have a character like you know, not just Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I, yeah. I initially, I initially thought it was too broad. I watched it a second time and loved it. Uh, it it's not perfect, mm-hmm. of course. I think it's important in a way, but is it important? And that's the question I want to put to the group: Is will this movie make any difference? No. Will its no. message no. 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 impact no. anything? No, every, it's no. just because it's now yeah. media commodity. No. We all digest it, it and go. At this point, does yeah. does any one media thing make a difference? Right. No, right. nothing no. does. Probably no. not so much. Oh, this show does. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to solve all the problems today, That's right now, right. in this hour. Absolutely. absolutely. Before, to me, right. th- one of the biggest takeaways from this movie is that to a certain extent, we're all guilty of yes, this. all of us. We have all played yeah. along with yeah. some sure. of the things that they were commenting on in this movie. And so in that respect, I think if there was any animosity toward this film, it was because uh-huh. it hit too close to home. That's what I it was think, like, yeah. oh my God, I've mm-hmm. done that and now I feel embarrassed, yes. I feel mortified it's that I participated in that sort of meme mm-hmm. culture. And one of the, th- yeah. the other things I was noticing too is there were a lot of people who were making a big deal over David Sirota's participation oh, right, yeah. in the movie. And I wanted to emphasize too that while he did have a hand in it, it was only in terms of uh, mentioning a log line to Adam McKay, the writer-director, while he happened to have been already working on the movie. So David Sirota, they're talking on the phone. David Sirota says to Adam McKay, hey, uh, yeah, you know, if there was an asteroid coming to Earth, no one would give a shit. And that was that sentence that I just spoke was basically the extent of David Sirota's participation. But I noticed that in the wake of the movie really hitting this past week, that people were really focusing on the David Sirota aspect of this yeah. and not yeah. the message of the movie. Right. And I felt so like... Here you, have, here you have a movie whose message is that humanity is missing the point yes. and the people miss the point of the movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. Right. Yeah. I, really, I went in yeah. expecting not to like it because I really don't like David Sirota. Me neither. I trust yeah. him. I think he's shifty and a creep. He's a fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what so, happened? And, you know what came out of this? David, Speaking of David Sirota... Uh, he's had me blocked since 2013, what? and I oh, wow. and I I basically oh, tweeted what we were just talking about. How uh-huh. don't get distracted by David Sirota. There's a bigger message here. Don't prove the point of the movie by focusing on Sirota. Turns out David Sirota unblocked me. 
this week. Oh, I have been unlocked. Wow, congratulations. Now they, they After ten out, movie did save the world. They work out together now. Yes. Now wow. David Sirota is going to be on the uh, Wednesday show from now on. <laughs> boy. I'm kidding. You know, I'm he kidding. was on when he, I first became aware of him when he was a regular on Al Franken's show. And yeah. His uh-huh. jingle was "My Sirota." Yeah, that's right. I, I definitely remember that. Yeah, yeah. He was a regular on uh, Al Franken. Um, so yeah, so uh, don't look up. I strongly recommend it. Um, it's going to frustrate you in places. It's going to make you embarrassed to be a part of all of this in some places. But we're but it's, all a part of it. Yeah, so, it's know, so it's all of us. So necessary to see it. it even only... I sat back at one point and was like, God, that Ariana Grande can really sing. <laughs> she really can. <laughs> Here comes the fucking comet. You know, no, no, I, I think for Trump Aww. supporters, the message is: if you elect a woman for president, we'll all die. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. And, right. And yeah. my view. Is Melanie Linsky is awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you imagine? She's also Melanie on Linsky. Yellow Jackets, and she's in this movie, and she's awesome. Yeah. You know, I want to point. I saw this yeah. on uh, Twitter, and I don't know that it it resonated with everybody when they were watching it. But what's her name? I don't remember the character name, but. Um, the woman, the woman scientist. What's her name in real life? Jennifer, oh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence yeah. was screaming yeah. that that military guy kept charging for things that were free. Oh, and, <laughs> right. and, and, yeah, and someone said it was basically a metaphor for the military. Yeah, how yeah. they're getting all this money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just thought that was an interesting take on that. Yeah, we live in an environment where you know a military contractor can produce mm-hmm. zero over the course of a year and, and still get, get an increase yes. in their budget the yes. following but year. But the post office can't. That's well, yeah, right. that's the, right. one of the big disparities well so going from the uh super important to the super duper stupid uh one of the highlights of 2021 (laughs) on uh, on our after party podcast we discovered a musician this past year called the kiffness is his name and what the kiffness does is the kiffness takes sounds that that cats make and sounds that dogs make, basically all kinds sounds. of yeah weird animal sounds, and then turns them into music. And somehow, <laughs> this year, this guy got his hands on this one cat doing that funny cat noise oh, like no. they're about to have a hairball. But the funny cat noise sounds like he's saying, I'm Big Billy, the biggest wet willy, I'm gonna go clearly... Hmm. And that's the noise that the cat makes. And so <laughs> wow. the kiffness turned that noise into a song, and sure. it is absolutely brilliant. Here we go. This is the Kiffness and the Biggest Wet Willy. I am a big Billy, the biggest wet willy. I'm gonna go clearly, man.
forgiveness. Oh you know. my God. Send that to me, Bob, please. <laughs> that is oh absolute genius. A must that follow well, on wait, Instagram. Wait, what, about, what about the one Olong Johnson? Oh, well, I mean, I'm only going to play oh, one. Gonna play I'm not gonna, he does do one a... with Olong Johnson. Oh, yeah, he does another Long Johnson one. Yeah, Funny. That's pretty good, Kimberly. <laughs> and, and I guess that's that's when cats are about to have a hairball. They make that noise. Right. Is, that, is that the oh, uh, consensus? Sometimes they make that sound when they're, uh, when they're when they pissed. Threatened. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. So... So this cat must have been so threatened it was going, well, it, it I'm was Big wearing, Billy. It was wearing this fucking shirt that had a bow tie. I think oh, it was, was wearing a off. shirt. Oh, that's why. Yeah, you don't put a shirt Basically, on your... you're entertaining us with no. the sounds of an animal in distress. <laughs> Thank you, David. Bob is a cold-hearted fucker. <laughs> For the entertainment of us all. <laughs> that's right. Don't look up. All right, so uh, why don't we, uh, and you know what, thank you, Kimberly, because that is exactly the point. We go from the climate crisis, talking about this very serious satire, right into a cat singing a song about the biggest wet willy. All right, we so. We know what's important. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's See, go. I do this in my head anyway. Like, anytime there's a huge, you know, horrible news story, like, you know, trains, I mean, like, that giant cargo ship stuck in the mouth of the harbor. Oh, right? yeah. And I'm like, well, that day, and it's like the same, you know, like, the same deal when he was like, could you make that comet land on my ex-wife's house? There's like a, a phantom bad morning host in my head. Yeah, yeah. Funny. Well, oh. that new variant, I wonder if it could, like, get me out of Taking the goods to school. Oh, and by the way, if you turned off that movie right as the credits started, you missed two extra scenes. I'm just saying, yes, I don't did. want to spoil yeah. what you and, missed, and but that's I it. Wanna, I, I also would like to underscore what I thought was the most poignant line of the movie, and that was, we really did have it all, didn't we? Yes, and that, oh yeah. my God, the just scene. Just like and Bacall. Yeah, that scene yeah. in particular, Buzz, was... Uh, yeah. That, the cat song again. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quick. I've, I've got more. I've got more. Don't, don't tempt me. You guys know if there's a song that has a... When, do you remember when they had the false alarm on Hawaii when they're like the North Koreans yes. have launched yes. their missiles? Oh, yeah. 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 I remember that distinctly. Yeah, I would have been like mainlining heroin, smoking cigarettes. Like, <laughs> People you know, were doing like, that. Yeah. yeah. People were yeah, humping absolutely. on the roof. Well, so let's uh, let's go around the room and have everyone weigh in on the biggest biggest news story of 2021. Uh, is it the COVID vaccines? Is it the insurrection? Or is it neither of those things? Let's start with uh, Kimberly Johnson behind me, and uh, and we'll go from there. What do you think, Kimberly? What's I'm the biggest news story? Going with the insurrection. You're going with the yeah. insurrection. Yeah, I think that's going to yeah. be uh, one yeah. of the most common answers here. Uh, let's go to Jody on the show. Omicron. Omicron. <laughs> really? Are you serious, Mama, Jody? take my Omicron. No, I'm seriously, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, yes, the insurrection, of course. Yeah. It was on my yeah. dad's birthday. Yeah. Thank no, you not, very we're much. We're talking about the number wow. one song suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> that will never get made. Mama, please take my Omicron away. What about you, Sean Barton? The number one? Yeah, other like than the, big, the insurrection. Other than. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It can be the insurrection. It can be, it can be anything. It can be anything. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what I, a show. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the biggest story. Do I think yeah. anything's going to happen from it? Absolutely not. Mm. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm a Debbie Downer with the whole I'm thing. Stabbing it's, him in the yeah. eye right um, now. I, Speaking of Debbie Downer, what about you, T Rex? <laughs> <laughs> David. 
Oh, obviously, our continued failure to properly address the pandemic in any meaningful fashion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the CDC is now like, if you get test positive, you can quarantine on your two 15-minute breaks. Don't look up. <laughs> right. It's just, I just, I'm still just flabbergasted. Because, you know, I, that's my, where I'm a little Asperger-y is the bacteriology, epidemiology, virology frontier. I've been writing about pandemics ever since, and reading about them ever since I read The Stand by Stephen yeah. King when I was 10 years old. Mm. And I was like, you, we've talked about it before. I was like, oh, God, here it comes, everybody. You know, get your non-perishables together and masks yeah. and gloves. And mm-hmm. everybody was like, you're such an alarmist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm an alarmist. Yeah. I know yeah. I am. I, you know, the biggest news story for me of 2021 is the inability for America to be able to accomplish great things. Mm-hmm. I, I think, mm-hmm. and it's it's more conceptual in terms of a story, but it's, I think, the through line that connects both the insurrection and COVID and uh, the incoming uh, potential for fascism right around the corner here mm-hmm. in this country. And that's why I think Don't Look Up was such an important movie uh, I feel like we've just lost sight of our collective ability to be able to accomplish something that needs to be accomplished. And I think maybe it's because, uh, you know, there's all kinds of factors, social media, we've all, uh, you know, kind of developed our own little uh, corners of the internet where we have our own little cult followings and so on. And and I think that that separation has damaged our ability to work as a collective toward mm-hmm. eliminating the pandemic, uh, you know, uh, punishing the insurrectionists, uh, preventing, you know, I think one of the biggest things from that movie was everyone screaming into the microphone, certainly Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio say, we're all going to die. I feel like to a certain extent, I've spent this past year going, democracy is going to die. And that's yeah, uh, like here on this show. We like to keep things lady. on the upside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, not a very funny answer, but uh, there like it is the anyway. like the handsome scientist and not the yeah. crazy yelly lady. <laughs> <laughs> right. What about you, uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Mike? What, you, what was the biggest story of the year? I think the unprecedented success of Brandon. Oh, <laughs> wow. there you go. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. And uh, the normalization Ouch. of the White House. Yeah, yeah you know what? That yeah. is a big deal. I think that's yeah. a very yeah. big Brand deal. Brandon one. Yeah. Brandon Brand one. It's, you know exactly. what? It's the normalization right. of the White House and the inability of the press to recognize the normalization of the yes. White House. Yeah. yeah. And that's. Here you uh, go again with your half empty thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's been kind of appalling how they've tried to kneecap Kamala. Yeah, yeah. It's, you yeah. Know, it's well, just like this garbage reporting. I yes. mean, Politico in particular has uh-huh. just been gunning for her, and it's like you guys are so threatened. I actually I got into it with a right winger on Facebook about uh, he had responded to one of my Rocky Mountain Mike posts where it listed all the things that Biden had not done, which is he had not golfed, he had not insulted right. people, he yeah. had mm-hmm. not said you know, th- things that are wrong about science and right. so forth. And here's some guy, who, but yeah, everything went to hell. Yeah, you know. And yeah. I said, well, what was it? Was it the Standard and Poor's 500 reaching an all-time high just today? Was it uh, the yeah. you know the record low unemployment in 50 years? Was it the fact that we had the best Christmas? in like 30 years. I applaud that. Yeah, and, yeah. and he came back and he came back with they left our, they left those guys in Afghanistan. Yeah. And uh, what was the other mm. one? Uh, oh yeah, the gas prices too. So yeah. the gas yeah. prices They're coming bullshit. down. I hey, live in we, fucking yeah. Los Angeles. They're coming yeah. down. We ended the a 20 point year of, my point mm-hmm. of all that is is that in that person's if you want to call it brain uh, the things the, the things he listed have way more weight than the economy right. being great. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. yeah. it's oh, you know, some people, some poor mm-hmm. people died in Afghanistan, and oh yeah, I had to pay a little more for gas for like 
four weeks. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. But the, that that weighs so much heavier than this other stuff because of a certain you know news outlet that we are. Yeah, and it, but it's also the distortion that occurred mm. with the previous administration. But then when you have Joe Biden coming in, uh, the Biden Harris administration. What happens is the actual normal mistakes that an administration will make get amplified to the same level as the deeply abnormal catastrophic mistakes of the previous guy. And so there becomes this yeah. ridiculous yeah. false equity, this false equivalence that we've all noticed. And that's what's and one a, of the most frustrating things for me. There's like a direct thing, though, also with the fact that the Trump administration was – in while outwardly press hostile was incredibly press friendly and mm-hmm. that they were leaking mm-hmm. like yeah. a, you know, like a sieve. And yeah. so they reporters in Washington didn't have to work as hard. Mm-hmm. 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 And they the people thought. who are around the white house and, you know, CNN and the major networks, like they were getting scoops constantly because people were calling out yeah. on the white house. Right, right. Right. But like now they're having to really work and they're trying. They're like nitpicking making and stuff like up, <laughs> making shit yeah. up, yeah. and like yeah. picking on uh, Kamala for buying a freaking Lacroze pot. Right. Bluetooth phobic because right. you oh, can hack into a Bluetooth. Year to, I, want, I want to change my story of the year to being the Fox News Christmas tree burning down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, here's what I almost did. I almost did this this year where uh, I released uh, a playlist of all of the best indie Christmas songs from some of our indie musicians here on the show. By the way, in a second, I want to give some recognition to some of those musicians, but uh, I released this playlist and I almost did a Yule Log video with it. And the Yule Log <laughs> video was going to be the burning oh, yeah. Fox That'd News Christmas tree. Oh, Bob, and I got you the you know. sweater too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, that was awesome. See, Thank you, dude. You're not Kathy Griffin, so you'd get away with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's right. Well, I didn't burn the tree, Mike. I, you know, it was someone else. I would just, I would allegedly. take advantage of it for comedic allegedly. purposes. Yeah, allegedly. When were, you, celebrating when were you last arson. in New York, Bob? When were you last there? So let's go, let's move on to uh, Mary in Ann Arbor. Uh, uh, biggest news biggest. story of 2021. Yeah, biggest news well, story. Well, obviously, I was going to, I was going to, you know, I, like everyone else, you know, January 6th, of course, but... Mm. But really, the more I think about it, and the New York Times wrote about this, I think yesterday, um, COVID fatigue. Yeah. Because yeah. on a global scale, I mean, this year I lost my only sibling that I am friends with anymore. Oh, God. Because oh, just, it's, I'm, a, I'm a, in a family of six, and the dad was a toxic Donald Trumper. Mm. He's gone now. But none of us talk to each other except well, my she, sister well, she and didn't, I. She didn't pass. Well, she, she didn't just pass. Became no, a... she became a QAnoner. Oh, no. And so oh, I, I just got tired of her, and I just had to, I didn't say anything. I just stopped calling her and everything and it seemed like every time I would talk to her on the phone there was like some little thing that she was trying to bait us on yes they do that they have like these little weasel words that Mm -hmm. they have to say they do yes but finally I like like well, this last time she was coming up here to visit my my Alzheimer's mom that's in a home up here that doesn't even know who we are anymore. But oh. but uh, it's it's just family yeah. things. Everybody's mm-hmm. going through this in oh, the fifties, yeah. yeah. right? And I and I called Stephanie about losing my daughter to some <laughs> idiot in, yeah. the, in the who got kicked out of the Navy because he wouldn't get his shot, oh and now he's hauling her to Eastern Tennessee from oh, California. Man. So so there's you know there oh, goes her life. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I have at least two Sorry. nieces and uh, uh, one niece and two nephews at least that refuse to get vaccinated. One quit her job in order to not have to get vaccinated and they all have children. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. They oh, they all I don't know. I'm pretty good on the internet finding stuff and and uh, you know locating information, but I really can't figure out exactly where they're all on the same page about all these like JFK's coming back. Or, no. You know, and, and, uh, and JFK Jr. Right, right. What did she say last time? Oh, oh I forgot God. to pick up the ivermectin from my doctor before coming back oh to my Michigan. God. You know, it's just like and. I finally, I just got so tired of it. I'm like, yeah. I know you guys are being trained to bait us liberals mm-hmm. on these these sort of certain things, but I just can't play so anymore. Most of the people who are yeah. doing this have no life at all. Yeah. No. This, is, this is it. <laughs> this is the, this is what they latch on to. Right? Yes, it's a spotlight for them. Uh, mm-hmm. The best best thing I found though on Reddit, there is a QAnon casualties group, and <laughs> it is. It is it is sad and it's awesome at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been I've been reading a lot of stories on their people and their relatives and oh my I'm god! Just thinking about it, do you remember when we first like? I mean, any of us who were involved in Blogosphere 1.0 mm-hmm. when we you know first started gathering friends and meeting people online, it was like this. Rep, I mean. I was, I don't know, I'm listening to um, Ayman Mohad, I can't say his last name, Mohadeen's uh, American Radical yeah. podcast. Um, and I just, I'm listening to the description of uh, the woman who died in the crush in the tunnel in the at the Capitol. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Boiling. Yeah, yeah. And, like, just how, like, out to lunch she was for mm-hmm. those last six months mm-hmm. after yeah. she went full QAnon yeah. and was just, like, glued to her phone and was talking to these people. And I just remember, like, how intimately connected I felt to my first batch of internet friends mm-hmm. and, right. like, yes, how, true. Yeah. like, compelling that was mm-hmm. and yeah. how people were like, you don't feel present right now, like, because you're always on the computer. Yeah. And um, I just, like... I was trying to put myself like I'm trying, just wondering like I'm what not going to take a bullet for you, David. <laughs> <laughs> but but people were truly evangelized into these things. Yeah, yeah. and it feels yes. real to them. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, and that's I think that uh, also loops back into what I was talking about a second ago, which I've kind of collected under the umbrella of the American nervous breakdown. I mean, if I were to define our period of time here, uh, we're talking about the last six years maybe, certainly reaching a high watermark of the past two, is the American nervous breakdown. I feel like people are going indiscriminately nuts, and I haven't been able to quite put my finger on the idea as to whether it's because we're seeing it more because of video and the... You know, the fact that that kind of content tends to circulate so it gets posted more often, or if it's something that is statistically genuine. And, um, you know, one of the things that uh, Buzz and I have discussed on the Tuesday show a lot is, well, you know, the polling indicates that QAnon isn't quite as popular as it seems. And so maybe what we're seeing is just the loudness of it versus the quantity of it. Does that make any sense? Like, I think... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the media naturally gravitates toward the yeah. more sensation. And if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. exactly. I, I, but, I, you know, on a more general sense, I have no doubt that Trump has made it, has given license to people to do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yes. And, right. And I think the common thread with all the people in January 6th was that the... You know, they were just they were just sort of waiting for something like yes. this. Permission. Mm-hmm. Nuts. Yeah. They got yeah. permission. Yeah. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. in some the ways, ER physician wrote, or not the ER physician, but the guy who announced that he was leaving the medical profession. And he said these people are unstable, irrational, stubborn, and they seem to crave violence. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's in, true. In, in some in some very real way, QAnon is just a slice of a giant fascist pie. Yeah. <laughs> that's yes. kind of that's kind of going around the world. You oh, know, that's, it's yeah. just our particular flavor. Yeah. Of yeah. that. Yeah. 
What do you think, Steve? What's the uh, the biggest news story of 2021? Oh, geez. Um, you, know, you know, I oh, have geez. to kind of... Sp- I, I kind of have <laughs> oh, to like... Geez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, no. I, so, I, I kind of have to springboard Michigan. off of Rocky Mountain Mike. and the, yeah. Like, the quietest things are, the I think, the biggest stories. And uh, sort of the reestablishment of the American government, for yeah, me, is a huge thing. they got that big statue thing. up there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's okay. kind of... Do you, do you remember during the Trump administration, <laughs> like, story after story, I would just... I'm sure you guys did, too. You'd think to yourself... Oh God! There's another thing we have to try to fix. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. and now now it's sort of like it's sort of like the end of the Cat in the Hat where he's on a little bike like quietly going around cleaning everything up. <laughs> that's the that, that's our American government right now where mm-hmm. we're trying to get departments to do what they did and bring experts back into those departments. People that quit in in anger and shame and mm-hmm. fear Horror. and, and yeah. trying trying to get those experts actually <laughs> back in. Yeah, I mean, the Justice Department was gutted pretty well. Well, I mean, obviously the hope is that the uh, the pendulum will swing back all the way. And that's what the thing that is keeping me from taking a flying leap out the window is that concept that, you know, maybe we're seeing this really up close and we don't see the movement of the pendulum as readily as we would if we could take a step back and see it at 30,000 feet. But there are signs that it's coming apart of the seams. And by it, I mean the Republican Party. They're, they're yes. fighting among them. They're eating their own now. Yeah. Uh, this is delightful. Yeah, and fun is. to watch and will work to our favor, yeah. especially Hopefully, if yes. we exploit it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My, my friend here in town who is the uh, chairman of the Democratic Party posted this yesterday that she hopes that more in our state, North Carolina, uh, Democratic uh, politicians really uh, grab on to the idea that we need to show, we need to show people that they are all about throwing away votes and elections, and they're all about this going to authoritarianism, mm-hmm. as opposed to touting what Biden has done, because that mm-hmm. just does not seem to be working. Well, the ongoing problem there, Mike, is that I get the sense, and this is just my observation. This could be completely negated by uh, broader movements that you don't necessarily see on social media, but I get the sense that. Uh, as Democrats, we're more hesitant to rubber stamp what the party establishment is saying. And so I wonder if getting into the idea of democratic messaging, I wonder if democratic messaging doesn't quite work, partly because, and I'm saying I underscore partly, because we're just, or too many of us are just too hip to say, hey, look what the party is saying. Isn't that great? I think you're right. But in a real way, we're still doing what we've always done. We have this idea that we can present clear facts and somehow those facts are going to be strong enough to convince people that it's the right thing. And in, the, in, in, in a very real way, Trump was playing a completely different game the whole time, yeah, right. which was to yeah. appeal to really base emotions and anger and fear. Well, yeah, and, you know, I'd like to say that... In October, all we heard about was CRT, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. because there was a, a, an election coming up in November, and then as soon right. as the Repo- uh, well, the Glenn Youngkin won, the guy in, I can't yeah. remember the other yeah. state, didn't win, the Republican didn't in win. In New Jersey. In New Jersey. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. But the CRT stopped. So now, yeah. as we go into 2022, yeah. <laughs> as we go in, yes, as yep. we go into 2022, we're g- it's already starting, and we're going to hear it. Yeah. And and I do think Democrats, Democratic voters, would be happy to share 
whatever the Democratic Party puts out as long as it's as hard-hitting but the truthful mm-hmm. version of mm-hmm. CRT. Yeah, right. And so it just right. we don't want to... Yeah, and the, we're, the, we're, the uh, defund the police thing, uh, the, well, that was the, idea that, the idea yeah. that that was our somehow our platform, right. that resonated with every Republican in the world. They all thought yeah. that. Well, that's I, the I thing. Democrat, if Democrats come up with a good slogan, if Democrats come up with a, a good way to fight the fascism, the white supremacy, by calling it out, by naming yes. it, and having a... Qu- it's got to be quick, quick. Just CRT is quick. You can yeah. hashtag CRT and it's quick. We need, okay, like for instance, you know, I was talking to Bob about this and he said, yes, like maybe the Dem- Democrats could hit hard how we're banning books. I don't know if that's what it's going to take, but it's got to take something gut punching from our side. Mm-hmm. And I do think Democratic voters Ban- would get along, should, you know, go along with the party if the party well, has a really good slogan or line. I, I th- Al I think Franken right. used to, Al Franken, sorry, Al Franken used to joke, yeah, Democrats have their bumper sticker and then. S- they have one thing, and then they say, see next bumper sticker. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> we we encounter CRT with HDMI. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we should do both. I think we need to tout the yeah. things that yeah, have we been do. accomplished. Because here's, here's, and here's why. Because it's for the record. So we need mm-hmm. to get it on the record, the evil that the Republicans are doing. We need to be out there talking about how they're stealing your right to vote. And and uh, you know and and uh, therefore fascists. Yeah. Uh, but also at the same time talking about the good things that have been done. We can absolutely do both, and we should do both. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yes, we agree. need to hammer harder. We need to hammer harder. We need to find yeah. our own CRT issue. Yes. For the Republicans. How and- much does Frank Luntz cost? I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know there are other. Be too nice about everything. You yeah. Know? Well, there there are there are other messaging guys who are more affordable than Frank Luntz, mm-hmm. and, and probably nicer guys <laughs> who, who don't have okay. psychotic over offices in their bedroom uh buzz what, what was the uh, i mean you're the uh, the quintessential newsman among us what was the biggest news story of 2021 well as not as, you know not being a conservative editor but being perhaps more moderate as i like to think or by some measure liberal uh, journalist yeah uh, editor uh i i have to pick the insurrection mm-hmm. uh january 6th and and here's why because I, and it's so hard to pick a favorite, but yeah. it's just an honor to be nominated. Uh, in, in order to do the big things that you're talking about, you, you need a, a leader, you mm. know. Uh, and and, and uh, we've got a good one in Joe Biden. We can probably do better in the future, but we're off to a very good start. Yeah. Uh, in order to do those big things, you've got to have a democracy. In order to address the pandemic and the pandemic anxiety across the country, you've got to have a democracy. In order to address the climate, you've got to have a working democracy. And the only way to do that is for us to win and and defeat the Mm -hmm. Republicans, eliminate the Republican Party by calling it out for what it is. Mm -hmm. Thank you, and stay safe. (laughs) Hey, who's who's got their own buttons here? Wait a second. Who's stepping on my toes? Come on. It sounds like Mike. Yeah. I'm going Mike. I Sorry. I was actually that was the battle hymn of the Republic. I was trying to get it in there under him, but it didn't do it over. Right. Well, it worked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh moving on uh, to our uh, best pop culture things of 2021. I'm going to start here. I was just talking about TV series, feature films, uh, even some documentaries and and of course I got to talk about uh, some of our indie bands here in the show. As far as TV series from 2021, 
Man, it's hard to pick anything that uh, comes anywhere close to Ted Lasso season Amen. two. But you know what? The White Lotus on HBO came oh, damn close to be, oh my God, what a wonderful uh, little slice of life story. Uh, kind of a semi whodunit, a commentary on privilege, commentary on class, all woven into this uh, absurdist story in which Jennifer Coolidge uh, just steals the whole damn thing. She's so good. It, she was yeah. so funny and so entertaining in that uh, series. Everyone was, but yeah. of course, Jennifer Coolidge steals the show invariably. But that last show. Yeah. Oh, oh man, my God. That was the, last, <laughs> the last episode with oh, the. God, I gotta check it out. It's really yeah. Good. Oh my God, is it really good? It's somewhere, you know where it is tonally? It's somewhere between a Coen Brothers movie and Napoleon Dynamite. Basically, the setup is it's a resort uh, in Hawaii, and then all these uh, weird guests who come into the resort to stay there uh, and the problems that they're confronting. And then, of course, the maitre d', the guy, the uh, concierge at the hotel and his problems and how he interacts with the guests. Wonderful, wonderful uh, miniseries. And they're going to do that. They've renewed it for a second season. They're going to do an anthology series where they go to different other White Lotus resorts with diff a different cast. Put it on my list. Yeah, we also loved uh, Dope Sick uh, oh, yeah. for different reasons, uh, mainly because, you know, it was one of those things with Dope Sick where I just was not aware of the extreme nature of what was going on. It wasn't one of those stories, the opioid epidemic, wasn't one of those stories that was necessarily on my radar as much as it should have been. I mean, obviously I was aware of it going on and who some of the perpetrators might have been. Uh, Mayor of Easttown, seems like a million years ago that was on, but uh, that That's was also show. 2021. And of course I loved uh, the uh, Marvel shows, Hawkeye, Loki, WandaVision, were all good. Uh, Hacks, we also watched Hacks this Hacks. year, which was Hacks. outstanding. Uh, and and one we just started recently, which has been around for a couple of seasons so far, which is a, an alternative history show called uh, For All Mankind, where the, uh, the setup is the Soviets get to the moon before the Americans do, and how that affected oh, yeah, history, yeah. how that affects mm -hmm. uh, the space program. And so uh, we're still working our way through season one on that. So that was really good. Where is that? Where yeah. can I get that? Uh, that is Apple. Oh, I think it's so Apple good. TV. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of feature films, uh, obviously, Don't Look Up. We spend uh, quite a bit of time talking about that one uh, because it's certainly worthy of it. Uh, I'm a big nerd, so I also love Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home was incredible. Uh, it's now surpassed a billion dollars in box office. Yeah. Uh, especially with COVID, which is insane. Yeah, that it made amazing. that much money. Uh, a movie that doesn't get a lot of conversation right now because it was earlier on in the year, but uh, Bob Odenkirk's uh, action movie, Nobody. I love that yeah. movie. Holy yeah, was crap, was that a hell of a movie. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're into Bob Odenkirk. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> definitely right. And it was kind of... Kind of a superhero movie. I always categorize uh -huh. uh, yeah, the series yeah. Dexter. I always thought of Dexter as kind of a superhero type character, like a Batman style vigilante. Uh, and it's the same with Nobody. By the end, you get mm -hmm. you get the sense that mm -hmm. maybe this guy's a some kind of superhero. And then uh, the Many Saints of Newark. We really uh, love that one. The uh, prequel. Yeah. Uh, film to The Sopranos. In terms of documentaries, I, I loved uh, Roadrunner, uh, uh, Fake Famous, mm -hmm. uh, which was uh, a real eye-opener in terms of Instagram and some social media influencers and how they buy their status. Really informed how I look at some of the right-wing podcasters, people like Ben Shapiro and Dan Bongino and Charlie Kirk, and where maybe, uh, much like the subjects of uh, Fake Famous, maybe those podcasters are 
artificially inflating their status. Much Shocking. Like, yeah. We had that. Sean and I did. Remember Ray helped us? Mm-hmm. The Ham and Leg show on mm-hmm. MySpace. Yep. He kept just like giving us, it was insane. So you're guilty, Jody. You're- <laughs> oh yeah, yes. in 2009. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then, so uh, they didn't really film a porn in your I'd like a pardon. They did really. No, they did do that. Um, no, Mike, they did do that. I will I'll send you a copy of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh Alan V. Farrow, which was uh, another eye opener in terms of uh you know the the Woody Allen, Mia Farrow, uh, oh, Ronan right, Farrow, yes. Dylan Farrow story. Yeah. Uh, shocking that was a hell and of disturbing. A documentary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I just I want to mention some of our indie artists here uh, and their singles from this past year. We had a bunch of new uh, songs that were released. I know our, one of our favorites, Freak Bass, has released a, a, a single, I think, every month since the pandemic started. So it's been great. If you're a Freak Bass fan, it's been great. But he, uh, he came out with a single this past spring when we were all thinking... Oh, the pandemic's over. And and so he produced a song called Get Down, which is kind of a party song. And that was a wonderful single. Bob Malone released a great song called Good People this year, also the name of his album. Uh, one of our favorites, Marina Rocks, released a, a song called Joyride that skyrocketed up the indie charts. We're happy to uh, be part of that. Michael McDermott uh, released an album called What in the World, as well as a couple of singles from that album. A definite must-have as far as uh, our indie musicians go. Trissette and Three Mind Blight had our song of the summer this past year with situations the brother fresh and the dark man remix of that song that was great uh feed your wolves there's a brand new uh, recording artist uh, to the show uh, from northeast england and a song called hurricane and then one of our favorites going back to the very beginning of our uh featuring indie music on the show megan mcduffie and her single uh which i thought was really appropriate for the times a song called you're not alone so a uh, big round of applause for all of our indie musicians i just named a few here and there are so many others seth adam uh, jesse terry so many great uh, Re- rebecca dreskin just so many great uh, musicians here on the show and i'm so grateful to be able to feature them uh so let's let's maybe take one lap around and see like your favorite tv show favorite movies anything that uh, pops to, to your mind let's start with kimberly well, you basically named all the ones that I. Oh had. yeah, because we watched them together. So, but I, yeah. but one of, so forget it, forget it. Well, wait, wait. One of one of them though is Cobra Kai because I oh, love yeah. Cobra Kai. Yeah. Cobra and Kai. it starts. The new season starts tomorrow. Yeah, so, I know. Yes, and um, yeah, I said Ted Lasso, Mary, it, and you know what? I could only remember. There's so you know, I forgot Dope Sick. How could I forget Dope Sick? Yeah. How could I forget so many of them? But I have Ted Lasso, Mary of Easttown, White Lotus, and Cobra Kai. Yeah, there you go. Excellent. Uh, let's see, Jody Hamilton. Any uh, favorites from this year? TVs? TVs, movies, any sort of pop culture. Sexy Squirters 4. <laughs> um, there we go. The Revenge of the Squirt. Um, okay, so sex, Succession. Four. I understand there's a great prequel to that that has the origin story. It does, it does. How everybody met, it was, it's beautiful. Um, uh, I'm waiting for that. Like, prequel to Foundation. Yeah. Um, Totally have that. No, uh, as far as TVs are concerned, because I watch my stories, mm-hmm. um, I Succession yeah. and Billions, yeah. just hands down. Mare of Easttown, obviously. Mm-hmm. Hacks, I loved. Uh, Jean Smart should win all the awards. Yeah, I love yeah. Hacks. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's, great. she's just fantastic. Um, recently, I don't, no spoilers on the Boba Fett, because I'm. Sure, I've watched Actually, I'd watched it yesterday, and it, it shows him in the bowels of the great Sarlacc. Oh, wait, wait, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. And what was spoiler, interesting spoiler, was... I'm cutting this. I'm not giving anything away. I'm not giving anything away. I'm cutting all of this. I'm cutting all of this out. 
Yes, you are. Knows, did he, <laughs> you know he got <laughs> out, right? But you, you it, what was interesting, oh, that's true. Yeah, when, yeah, when he was in there, uh, he found a, a Confederate time capsule. <laughs> <laughs> but no pictures of Abe right. Lincoln. That was worth it. All right, that was worth it. That's that was sta- staying in. Staying in. All right. Uh, I did watch the first 20 minutes of it, and that's it. Because then Lonnie came in, and he, I said, no, Bubba Fett started. And he goes, yeah, I would be excited if I were 11. <laughs> it's only a half hour. Oh. And I'm like, fuck you, Lonnie. Hello. I, I'm 11. Uh, I'm your host, hi. and I'm 11. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go, Lonnie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Buzz? Uh, uh, your best, your best pop culture I, from uh, 2021. I, I don't have a list. I liked hacks. I liked a lot of the things that were mentioned. I'll pick. I'll tell you a favorite. I think, yeah. and because they're of its importance, uh, Ted Lasso has yes. to be the best television show this year because it's what we needed. It, it, it was the it was the kindness we needed, and and also uh, the movie Don't Look Up uh, for its import, it. for its importance. It, yeah. it, yes, it maybe it could have been made better. Yes, maybe different names could have been on it, but it's important, and and therefore. I think the, that movie and that TV show have to make the list. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And I noticed nobody mentioned Keenan. I okay. <laughs> I don't know if you're being oh, serious. Kitty movie. What? Hmm? <laughs> no, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Keenan, it's Keenan Thompson has his own sitcom now. Oh. Yeah. Yes. oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the part we'll edit out. <laughs> that's like good burger. Yeah. What do you, What do you think, David? Your best pop culture of 2021. Man, I was oh, yeah, such yeah. a sci-fi nerd this year. Like, my favorite things were uh, I'm watching a lot of Korean science fiction. There's a series <laughs> with a lot of the same people from uh, Squid Game that is mm-hmm. uh, uh, called Sea of si- the Silent Sea. Oh, yeah. I'm watching right now. And it's, but I, I thought Squid Game was really good and deserved all the hype. Yeah. Visually, I just think it was so fucked up and amazing. And, <laughs> like, just it's the... I just the whole like black presence with the pink ribbons as coffins. Yeah. yeah. You have no idea how hard I scoured my town for black wrapping paper. Uh, <laughs> and I couldn't find any in time for Christmas. But next Christmas, it won't even be relevant. Whose phone is vibrating? Who's, yeah, whose phone who's keeps ringing? Yeah. yeah, who's doing that? It's not mine. Not mine. No. We've all reached over and touched our phones at this point. I know. I That's what I was doing. Maker, my yeah. phone is in another room, like a good old person. Yeah. It's and in David, another room. I, I believe... Uh, David, I believe Jody is a showrunner for Squirt Games. <laughs> yes, I am. What so about you, Mike? Backyard. What's your What's your well, best? I didn't pop even mention my movie. I was gonna oh, wait, okay, David. David, still. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it doesn't matter. No one likes me. <laughs> <laughs> movie. Let's hear your movie. What's your favorite movie from 2020? I loved Kate. Even though like Woody Harrelson was playing the same role he's played in like three other films, <laughs> yeah. And like you know, spoiler alert, he turns out to be the bad guy. But it just I thought it was visually so delicious, and I just love Japan and like. Oh. I've so, ne- I've never heard of this. What is it called, Kate? K A T E, yeah, and it's on Netflix, and it is. Uh, if you liked Atomic Blonde, okay, like hot chick uh-huh. kicks much ass, murders people left and right, <laughs> like all your like rage that you've been yeah. like stuffing down inside can come out for the two and a half hours it takes to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. That's your movie. Wow, like, holy shit! If you like watching like hot chicks knife people in the neck, <laughs> and not cool. like I don't mean like you know I mean hot like Sigourney Weaver and Alien hot. All right, Mike, <laughs> your favorite pop culture from twenty twenty one? Well, everybody mentioned. Uh, um, Hacks, and yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta go with that. And uh, and I'm trying to actually, I'm actually trying to Google the damn 
<laughs> name of the movie now because I can't remember. I know, I can't, so I can't do a list out of my head. Yeah. yeah uh, wait a second. And, and I liked, uh, you mentioned Nobody. That was one of my favorites for yeah. sure. Mm. And there's a Western that came out just a few weeks ago um, called Old Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is. Um, oh, is that a that prequel? Is, is that the prequel to Yellowstone? Is that what that is? Or am no, I getting no, that wrong? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. It's Tim Blake Nelson. <laughs> Tim Blake Nelson is at the oh, turn okay. of the century, and he's a homesteader, and he's got a really interesting backstory, and that's all I'll say. But it's a it's a surprisingly good movie. He, you know, perpetually looks like he's from a hundred years ago. He just has that yeah. look, <laughs> that face. You know, he looks just like he's oh, out yeah. of some sort of turn of the century silent movie. Right? And you know what? That actually plays into the movie. So oh, perfect, perfect. Did you have? Oh, I was going to so say pathetic. the most important video for me was how to install a brake controller on an F-150. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we'll incorporate YouTube next year, Mike. We'll throw that in there. It is amazing what you can find out how to do. Oh, yeah, I know. What yeah. about you, no Mary? What kind of... Oh, oh well, we are a bit of an animation household around here. Um, Steve's a animation historian Yes, guy which and, is something that I need to speak uh, with Steve about at length because yeah, I also am on an animation. One of your Wednesday shows, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you need to do Steve. Absolutely. But, I, I really, I didn't get a lot of a lot of um, love. It, I really enjoyed Raya and the Last Dragon, the mm. Disney um, CG thing. But I'm more of the camp that all of their stuff they need to go back with all their CG stuff and redo it in traditional animation. Yes, thank you. Because mm. I agree. That yeah. would be fantastic. And and Steve says, well, that's kind of what's happening right now. They're thinking Disney, about it, although it's pretty quiet. Disney's training it's a, a whole secret. bunch of 2D animators right now. That's mm-hmm. kind of the, mm-hmm. it, and yeah. you know, I, I teach at an art school, and so they're recruiting as many people as they can that can draw well to try to sort of revitalize that area of the company. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. So nice Good. to hear. Yeah. Like Polar really Express well. traumatized yeah. me, and I was twenty when it <laughs> oh, came well. out. It traumatized <laughs> everybody. Well, anytime, anytime you see Disney or you know Disney slash Pixar, you are seeing the state of the art, and I always say you should be able to go in the in the theater and see what is really like now the new tech newest technology in CG. Yeah. And yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I've always felt that way seeing their stuff because they hire the best people. It isn't mm-hmm. because there's like magic in the studio. It's just that they, they hunt down all these, these kids that are like the best of the, of the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they know, you know how to find these people. Um, Steve sees them at the school but anyway, um, for live action movies, um, I really enjoyyed King Richard about uh, Venus and Serena Williams. Here, that's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I am not not into tennis at all, and I got sucked in in the first minute. I'm like, okay, I'm in this world with tennis, and I, tennis is like an afterthought. It's the relationships. It's so good. Oh, um, and Will Smith just walks away with it, man. Yeah. Um, I like Swan Song about the aging. Um, mm-hmm. he, he was like a like a drag performer, or he he. Um, He's he's just an old an old gay guy and he goes back to I think he goes back to oh god what a little town in Ohio on the yeah. lake not not near, Cleveland near Akron, not it's, too far. it's like a little crappy town and he's like just revisiting like um, people that he knew back in the day mm-hmm. and I don't know it's a it's just a little character piece um, sounds good yeah it was really good oh. um, and Falling for Figaro was um, filmed actually in Tuscany. And it's about a, 
American girl who's um, never mm. really sang professional opera, but she's got a great voice, and she goes to the school out there to learn how to sing opera. And it's just a beautiful film. It's on location, and, you know, she enters this opera contest. What's anyway, the name? Falling for Figaro. Falling for Figaro. That- yep. And what, yeah, about, really what about you, Steve? I assume there's some overlap here with Mary. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah we, I mean, we've, we've watched all of them together. Um, but then there were documentaries that were pretty cool, too. I think Under the Volcano was pretty amazing. That oh, yeah, I have seen the, that. The, yeah. the Virgin yeah, Studios. To- totally worth mm-hmm. seeing. And I really liked the Sparks Brothers movie. I don't know if it was necessarily a great movie, but there were so many great moments in it. What do you think, Buzz? Yeah. What did you say? Undernoticed is a series, a short series called McCartney 321 on Hulu. Yeah. Which, oh, that was uh, really in, good. Yeah. In, yeah, in many ways, I learned more from that. I really enjoyed it. Wow. I'm, wow. I'm, I'm looking forward to Boba Fett meets the Ricardos. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give you the one division people I made that I joke, and Scooter Cans <laughs> out there on Twitter said, I really look forward to him doing Boba Doo. <laughs> <laughs> credit, credit to Scooter. So before we wrap up here, we are uh, running a little bit late, which is fine. What? But uh, I, I wanted to talk, you know, this year I introduced a P.O. box to the show where people can now send us things here in Germantown. Guten Tag, mein Fräulein and Fraus. <laughs> Uh, the, now if you dance <laughs> the P.O. Box <laughs> yeah in case you're keeping track the P.O. Box is uh, P.O. Box 481 Germantown Maryland Guten Tag 20875 right next is to the, the Hitler burger zip code yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. which is my favorite Stephanie Miller show jingle by Rocky Mountain Mike the oh my god yeah. the Hitler burger Let's jingle I produced that in 10 minutes have myself <laughs> my back, back in 2012 they were talking about uh, Chick-fil-A yeah. and, right. and how they were and Jim Ward made the joke about Hitler burger <laughs> and I already had the bed ready and I was on my way to work yeah. And I just ducked in. I, I, I swear I spent four minutes on it. <laughs> right. and, and, and they had it on the air in 20 minutes after he made that. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. I love it. So let's do this. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. More like Christmas gifts. Mailman. Mail today. Yeah. Well, I mean, normally we have a, a no food policy for the P.O. Box. But uh, we received a note from uh, Dan and Lynn. They're the owners and proprietors of Big Little Brittle Incorporated. That's BigLittleBrittle.com if you want to support them on the internet and uh, and sample some of their peanut brittle. Uh, The note here says, Bob, me and the wife are big fans of the show and subscribers. We started our little brittle biz about 18 months ago. So it's a brand new business. You'll have to uh, ride your bike a bit to burn this off, but enjoy. Happy holidays from Dan and Lynn at Big wow. Little Brittle. So thank you for that. Nice. And Great. and strangely enough, you know, my favorite uh, brittle, I sampled all the brittles, oh. and my favorite brittle <laughs> is is called Buzz. Buzz. You've said it all. Does it have coffee? I, you know what? I think it does. It's it's like dark. It looks like the reason I went to it first is it looked like chocolate to me. So I just went right for that. But they've got several varieties: Northwoods, Holiday, uh, of course, Buzz, as I just mentioned, Beach, Diablo, Maya, and and of course the classic, the perennial favorite, pe- peanut brittle. Diablo? Are you yeah. a little sure that you want to drink something called Diablo? <laughs> and again, that's uh, BigLittleBrittle.com. Uh, 
Supper's pa- ready. Brittle's on. <laughs> Supper's ready. Diablo's on. One of our uh, uh, Patreon subscribers, William Refsland, uh, sent me not only a lovely note that made me tear up a little bit when I was reading Aww. it. It was so nice, so nice to hear. But it was also the sincerity and the thoughtfulness of the gift itself. Uh, you know, I've talked in the past on the show about how you know I lost a lot of my shit to uh, a house fire when I was 10 years old. I lost my Star Wars collection and everything like that. All got melted like shrinky dinks. Kind of a tragic story. And William went into his storage space or his garage or something like that and, and, and dug up some some toys, some sci-fi toys from the 1970s and sent them to me, including two walkie-talkie Star Trek communicators, which he wow. sent along here. Nice. Cool. Plus cool. A, uh, a model of the original uh, USS Enterprise, NCC-1701. And, Can you talk uh, to Tim Allen on one of those? <laughs> That's exactly right. And, and so I, I'm so grateful to William for, for those things and, and for the thoughtfulness of it. Nice. Uh, I also received... Uh, let me reach out and grab this. I'm not going to read us the note. Oh, well, the, the, read us the, tier, the I, note? I, I, I could read the note. Yes, yes, I, I, I think I will. It says, uh, Dear Bob Seska, it's a page long, so stand by. Dear Bob Seska, I wanted to thank you and all of your co-hosts and guest hosts for making life so much easier to deal with. Kimberly's humor and strength bringing such strong joy to your life and a partnership that seems to bring vibrance to both of you. Uh, Buzz's news savvy and his showstopper monologue. Jody for being both educated and educating in ways to make me cry or laugh with hope. Uh, honestly, a happy e-crush, totally simp for her. It's cool. I'm safe. I'm married and super happy. And a crush is all I hope for. Uh, David is also worthy of a crush with that yes. voice and Aww. stunning wit. Yes. But he is married and I am straight. But a guy like that can make any heart bendy. Aww. Wow. <laughs> all in all, this is a, a, a light and mild love letter to all of you. People do not say love nearly enough, and they don't recognize the value of all the levels of such expression. With all the damage that is done in lives, it also sometimes loses meaning. The work you all do, all the kindness, energy, humor, and hope you all share makes the world a brighter place. I have yelled, laughed, cried, and even argued with you as I listened for years now. Every moment is a blessing. The gifts I sent uh, you are of memories. I won't be flooding you with stuff. Just a small thing here or there to increase your nerd hoard. <laughs> That's appropriate. I think you said you lost a few things a while ago. Well, I found a few things from my childhood, and I am blessed enough without them. So maybe this will be a happy memory blast from the past. And, and certainly it sure as shit was. We may disagree of the best Star Trek shows. <laughs> But we, this is my, because I criticize Discovery, but we land side by side on the awesomeness of the Great Awakening. Gene Roddenberry's idea that humankind can wake from its own bad potentials, it is one of the philosophies that shaped my efforts to influence the world around me. I would love to send each of your co-hosts similar gifts if they would be open for such contact. I figured send to you. And you can vouch for my taste, sanity, or lack thereof, so they know it's safe. It's a safe package to open. With all the crazy going on, I would always want to be aware of boundaries and comfort for those I hold in such esteem. I hope this improves your day in any way. If so, I consider it a high honor. You can read this on your show if you think people would get a chuckle. Uh, you need not respond at all. Any correspondence would be uh, happily received. For as I said above, avid fan. 
I do respect that if you did that with every fan, it would be a full-time job. So again, I have no expectations. Patreon fan, cheap but consistent level. I catch you whenever I can elsewhere. Have the absolute best of seasons, brightest of days, and as long and healthy a life as can be mustered. Yeah, live long and prosper, but cliche after honest wishes are expressed. You truly make the world a better place. Be well, William Refslin. Thank you, William. Holy Thank shit. You. Wonderful. I'm not, I'm not crying. <laughs> God. I am. But, you know, you what else is that? new? T-Rex is crying. <laughs> I also... Uh, William, what about Sean and Mike and Mary <laughs> and Steve? I, I mean, but you know, I mean, I have to express, and this really gets back to Stephanie, too, I have to express my appreciation for the existence yes. of both of their programs. Absolutely. Because yeah. I, everybody tells me this all the time, that you helped me through this craziness mm-hmm. and everything. Yes. Yes. And uh, I cannot even imagine what my life would be like, uh, uh, you know, it, and this period of my life if it weren't for Stephanie Miller and all the things yeah. that yeah. sprouted out of that yeah. like, like Bob oh my god and, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean it really I, I I had lost I lost oh my god a handful of friends in short order um, mm-hmm. beginning about 15 years ago and all of a sudden just like that I had nobody to talk to I had nobody that mm. shared my interest in anything wow yeah. and and through this show and all of its various permutations <laughs> I've I've magically, you know, you can't replace them, but I've found people that that do very nicely. And of course, yeah. with Stephanie, that well she said. is the uh, she is the center of our universe, and she's the person who yeah. I think uh, has brought us all together. Uh, we all wouldn't be sitting here uh, yeah. with right. the audience that we have if it sure. wasn't for the support of of Stephanie Miller and her welcoming us into that extended universe. And I think we're all and her leaky in some basement. Way part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, isn't that the, isn't that the best and maybe most surprising thing about what we do to hear yeah. from people? You know, you made uh, getting through a certain period mm-hmm. easier. Yes. Wow, well, I did, I never expected that, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's mm-hmm. also uh, not only the most unexpected but the best part of yes. what we do. Absolutely. Musicians live for that shit. When people <laughs> tell you that they listen to your song again and again and again yeah. and it helped them hang yeah. on. I, I I'm I getting all choked get up talking about it. Yep. Yeah. I used me to get too. a smidgen of it when I was a radio disc jockey. I would get that, you know, oh, you helped me through the night or whatever, you know. Uh, but it just doesn't have the same, it doesn't ring as true because there I'm sitting there, I'm paid to play the same records. I have no say in what Right. What I play are very right. little in what I say. Mm-hmm. But you're there. Now, here yeah. I am recording exactly what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And and nobody censors me at all. Yeah. And and that's just, I mean, so when people say that helped me out, that means so much more to me. Yeah. Just uh, being there. You know, and, and because, I, I, because they got it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, <laughs> I have to double that. I have to uh, repeat that, Mike, for our Patreon subscribers. Yes. Without whom I wouldn't be sitting here doing this show. Uh, this show moves on our Patreon page. And uh, I am so immensely grateful for the support of, you know, these 1,200 people. They're everything. They're the audience. They're the program directors in a certain way. Uh, there's a, a wonderful community of commenters on our Patreon page who I always look forward to seeing their comments under each show. And uh, this show wouldn't be what it is if it weren't for our Patreon subscribers. So, uh, so grateful for all of you guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Meantime, uh, I got another gift here, uh, a, a vintage Star Wars, it looks like a commemorative magazine You're that came out. You're just showing off now. This is like <laughs> yeah, when you go to a rich kid's house. The day after Christmas, and he's like, look, look, my parents gave me a Corvette. And, I have a Ferrari. I have a pony. Yeah. I got some socks. 
Well, yeah, yeah. nice, Bob. We like I your presents. Well, this uh, this Star Wars promotional magazine was sent to me from the Prices, Tom Price and Audrey Price, uh, wow. who also wrote a wonderful little note here. Uh, it says, uh, "Hello, Bob." Of course, mimicking the. Uh, Hello, Bob. Rachel Maddow thing at the Hello. top of the show. Hello, Hello Bob. Bob. That, yeah. <laughs> By the way, those of you who don't know, that sh- she's not saying hello to me. She was talking yeah. about a completely separate Bob, uh, Robert Costa. Well, she, that, that's but she did from. get headline of the day, Lugsy. though. Yes, I did. That is absolutely day. real. Yes, yes. But but in in a very real way, she's now said hello to you more than she ever said hello to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And she doesn't even Hi, know Bob. it. Hi, Emily. Yeah. So, hello, Bob. I uh, So, I can't remember if the Star Wars program was sold or given away at the first screenings, but it is one of the very first... First Star Wars oh, collectibles. Cool. I wow. think the nice. first would be the Howard Shaken posters sold at San Diego Comic Con in 1976. But the programs have the charm of being produced for a film that we expected to be a flop. I have an extra copy of it and thought you might dig it. Just a wonderful, wow. wonderful gift. I really hope you will reconsider watching Star Trek Discovery. What is it? I mean, I, <laughs> what is it? I am so off the beaten path when it comes to Star Trek right now. <laughs> It isn't perfect, but there is uh, much to love about it, and the casting of Anson Mount as Captain Pike, the original captain of the Enterprise, is one of the strongest reasons to give it another watch. He is quite possibly the best Star Trek captain in the history of this long-running franchise. There is a reason they give (laughs) such a new series called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. It is because uh, his character proved to be so popular with the fans. At the very least, watch the episodes where he and the Enterprise are part of the story. I promise you will love it anyways. Uh, love the show, and you, uh, Buzz, Jody, David, Kimberly, have really become a fixture in our weekly lives. We listen to you for breakfast, for dinner each week, <laughs> breakfast and dinner. So that is wonderful. Yeah. That's such a great. Yes. I love it. I love to hear that when people have incorporated the show into their routines. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Tom Price and uh, Audrey Fisher Price. So, so thank you to the to Price. So they to you at Paramount Fisher Public Price. Relations. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so w- one last thing. You know what? Someone sent me. A blanket that is print has has got all of the Rush album covers, a quilt with all of the Rush album covers printed on it, and wow. there is no sender. I don't know who sent this to me. Wow. So if it was Getty Lee <laughs> from the grave, who who by the way follows me on Instagram. Yeah, Getty's exactly. alive. Yeah. Getty's alive, honey. Yeah. He's alive. Neil's yeah. gone, so, but Getty's alive. So thank you, Getty. I'm just going to assume it was Getty Lee. So. Yeah, it was Getty Lee. It had yeah, to be. Yeah. He knows what Joe sounds. <laughs> <laughs> he knows where it's German. Andrew, I hope it wasn't from Andrew Jackson. It, it had smallpox. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a, small, it's a smallpox blanket from Project Veritas. <laughs> <laughs> and they knew that no one else would be like nerdy and awful enough to like cuddle up to the Rush quilt. <laughs> well, Kimberly at least won't be collateral damage. Oh, man. It's got a tiny microphone in, in each one of those U's. <laughs> well, some poutine spilled out. That does it for our big news. New Year's Eve extravaganza. I hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you to the entire troupe, all of you guys, for being a, a, such a, a wonderful and a, an integral part of this show. I couldn't do it without you guys. Uh, it's a pleasure. I mean yeah, that. Uh, thank you, Bob. It was super fun. With all thank the you. love in the world, thank, thank you to all of you, except Kimberly. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Bob. Thank you, Bob. Uh, so that's going to do it. Thank We're, you, Bob, for having us. But I also just thank you to all the listeners. Yes. yes. We have made it through another god-awful year. We yeah. love you. Let's shrug this off like Aretha Franklin dropping her fur on the stage at the Kennedy Awards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. And Scarecrow, I think I'll miss you the most. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Bye-bye. New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.